Hi, this is Jeff Richards, Columbus, Ohio. You're listening to Barbecue Central. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How's it going? We have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what? What? What seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? We ate two feet before we nerd. Listen, Laverne, it's chicken feet. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Top men. Just like that, we are into the second hour. It's the Barbecue Central Show, where we talk about the most high-level of importance items that are happening in the barbecue and grilling space industry, if you will. Hit me! Still to come in the show tonight, Adam Barnhart of Flip Grill, the website flipgrill.shop, if you want to check it out in advance of our segment coming up in about 13 minutes from now. You will also hear at 35 past the second hour, R.T. Custer from Vortic Watches. We're going to be talking about specifically the military edition that's going to be coming out and or made available this coming Friday, which is Veterans Day. They do a military-style watch every year for the last, this will be fourth year, and then they also, so that's 50 pieces, and then they also have 15 special military watches that they're also going to be selling. The last time they offered a special edition military watch, it sold out in minutes and the military standard military watches typically sell out in a day or two tops. So as you see them here this evening, I told RT to have both on hand so we can show them up here on the live site. You can get a taste for them. If you like them, make sure that you are ready to get down when the time counts. The show being brought to you from the Palm City, USA, Cleveland. We say good evening to all of you watching the show tonight through one of our streaming platforms. You can go to Facebook and Twitch slash BBQ Central Show to watch. Also, you can take in the show via YouTube slash RD Rempe. We also say good evening to the folks using our audio streaming platform Clubhouse. So if you'd rather hear us instead of see us, you can do that. And there is a chat function in Clubhouse as well. So if you're doing that and you'd like to start a conversation with some of the other folks in the clubhouse room, you can go ahead and talk about whatever you would like. Coming up on the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less, we bring you episode 254, if you can believe it, taking you back to September 30th, 2015. This time around, we feature a guest from way back, Jennifer Brand. From at the time, Brand Solutions, we were talking about the American Royal. And while at that time, things seemed like they would never change. But boy, have they ever. As it relates to the barbecue event, this segment we're discussing flippantly. Did we ever think this event would decline in attendance? We're like, no, but it has. Get that big stuff out of here. 
And we both thought over the years it certainly would increase and only increase in the number of teams attending. Certainly it was on its way. I mean, I think there was a point where we were towards 700 teams in the open. High 600s, if not 700s. Um, but the number of teams attending certainly has gone down, especially in the COVID years. Also, the location of the American Royal has changed three or four different times. It was in the stockyards when I started getting in and doing the show, and then it moved to Arrowhead Stadium, and then it moved to the Kansas Speedway, and then it went back to Arrowhead Stadium, I think, uh, or maybe it was at the, maybe it's Speedway, Arrowhead Speedway. I think it was at the Speedway this year. So the location has changed. Also, the date of the American Royal has changed a few different times uh, over the lifespan of the show, and I never thought that would happen either. I thought it would always be on the same weekend in September. Uh, it was typically a week or two before the jack would happen, and it was always going to be in the stockyards, and then there were railroad tracks and the dark side and all this other stuff, and that's all evaporated, gone. Um, and not that much time. I've been doing the show for 16 years. And is it 16 years? I mean, yeah, 2008. So, uh, okay, well, quick math 14 years live, but two years as a podcast before that. So, technically, 16 years. And there's been a number of changes to that major uh, just in that short period of time for as long as it's been around. So, it's always fun to see what pans out over the years. And if you don't know who Jen is, I don't even think she's in the space anymore. Uh, but she was a great guest. At that time, she was contracting on with American Royal at that point for some uh, promotions and get the word out about that because she did a great job with a team called Pork Barrel Barbecue the year before and really drummed up a lot of, hey, what's going on here? Because she had uh, cameras and recorders and all that stuff following the guys from Pork Barrel around, and that's how she got hooked up with the American Royal at that time. Again, that's September 30th, 2015, so... Seven years, uh, more than seven years at this point. Uh, don't forget, if you want to hear a guest or segment again that has been lost in the archives, email John, J-O-N, at thebbqcentralshow.com and let him know what you would like to hear explicitly, and he will try to meet your expectations. Coming up in the balance of November for shows. How about this one? We're teasing it, but boys, it's going to be fun. The $200 Pepper Mill Challenge with me and Dr. Barbecue. That'll be next week, if I'm not mistaken. So that's going to be fun. What are we going to do? Well, I'll tell you. I'm going to have one $200 Pepper Mill called the Pepper Cannon. You remember Cleve Oins? He's the guy that created Pepper Cannon. He was on the show a number of months ago. And Dr. Barbecue will be championing the Black Rain $200 pepper grinder. Now, the biggest difference is right off the bat, guess what? I'm not going to tell you. No, no. You're going to have to tune in so you can see all the differences. And we'll all be able to make a decision on our own which one we think is the better $200 pepper mill available on the market today. And it's not like there's a plethora of $200 pepper mills out there. But we have two of the finest ones available. Also coming up in November, 
an interview with Sucklebusters founder and owner Dan Arnold. Jess Pryles will stop by. Sterling Smith from Luton Booty will be in. He was the RGC at the American Royal Open this year. Susie Bullock will be back. Chris Lilly will be joining us for the first time in a long time. And friend of the show, Noah Glanville, Pit Barrel Cooker co-founder. Of course, the Embedded Correspondent stopping by and many more. So just a little taster of what is left here over the next couple weeks in November. So if you haven't been seeing this hit the news cycle over the last number of days, uh, you've been under a rock if you follow the barbecue and grilling community. Lady calls cops over pink barbecue. Oh, please, oh, no. Now, I have to allow ads. I thought I did this already. Oh, yes, allow ads. I know what I'm doing. Please let me go from the news and observer. Not sure exactly where the hell that's located out of, but it doesn't matter. I think it's North Carolina. A customer at a place called Clyde's, I'm sorry, Clyde Cooper's in Raleigh. Raleigh. This is North Carolina. This is a barbecue mech. Learned this week there's no medium rare in barbecue. Uh -oh. Yesterday we had a customer come in, order takeout, a barbecue plate, and a couple sides. Said Ashley Holt, whose mother Debbie Holt owns Clyde Cooper's Barbecue in Raleigh, interacted with the customer. She left, came back, and said her barbecue was undercooked because it had a lot of pink in it. We explained that's because it's smoked. When pork is smoked, it turns pink. Holt said a few minutes later, a Raleigh police officer came to the restaurant, talked to the customer outside, and then entered Clyde Cooper's asking about the pork. The cop looked so confused, Ashley Holt said. He seemed baffled by someone calling the cops over this. The meat cookery that goes into barbecue flips the script on what we typically think of as doneness, going for tender texture and not temperature and determining when it's time to eat. It's low and slow, not seared and roasted. The means the final pork and beef temperatures usually soar above the typical upper limits of well-done, finishing north of two. 100 degrees, but this lady couldn't get it through her head that the pink was on the outside and not the inside, and that's the best way to figure it out. out By the way, the story developed over the past week even more. There was a news story done on a local TV news affiliate in the Raleigh area. They tracked down the lady that made the 911 call and asked if she'd like to contribute her side of the story to the news segment they were putting on the TV. And she declined. Why did she decline? Because she's planning to retain a lawyer. A lawyer? You a bitch! Give me a break. Can you imagine how quickly that lawsuit gets dismissed? Is that the definition of frivolous lawsuit? Plus, you have the owners of the barbecue restaurant telling you time and time again, this is why it's pink. And no matter what, some people, they don't want to hear it. They've made their mind up and whatever that pink is, regardless of where the internal temperature is, like everything is dead at 200 degrees. But this lady is not having it. No, no. And I want my money back. And if they would have gave me a turkey plate, I would have been fine. But no. We'll see where it goes. I'll be tracking it. And perhaps I'll put my 
uh, whistleblower Tim McCaska on the case, too, and see if he can't find out additional information. We're waiting for Andrew Barnhart from Flipgrill to join the show, but before we do that, I will talk to you about Big Papa Smokers, the one-stop online shop for all things barbecue, a curated selection of only the best outdoor cooking and grilling supplies, getting you on the path to better barbecue results in no time. Everything at Big Papa Smokers has been Pitmaster approved by Sterling Big Papa Ball himself. From the award-winning rubs and sauces to the American-made grills and smokers, Big Papa Smokers has everything you need to be a better outdoor cook. Big Papa's known for the championship rubs and seasonings, popular flavors like Sweet Money, Cattle Prod, Cash Cow, Double Secret Steak Rub, all proven winners on the competition circuit. And in the backyard, Big Papa's offering 13 perfectly balanced flavors to transform ordinary meals into extraordinary meals. They also own Granny's Barbecue Sauce, so if you're looking for a new go-to sauce that will please everybody or you're tired of what's existing out there on the market today, Granny's is the one you want to try. Great all by itself, out of the bottle. However, if you're looking for a great base sauce to then further trick out on your own, Granny's good for that too. Aside from the premium selection of rubs and sauces, Big Papa Smokers offers the very best cookers on the market today. If you're looking for a versatile smoker that's easy to use, check out that Mac 2-Star General Pellet Cooker. Big Papa Smokers, the exclusive Mac dealer, even offering special packages. If you're not a fan of pellet smokers or you don't know what kind of grill you might want, call them. Ask questions. They're happy to answer. 877-828-0727. That's 877-828-0727. Or shop their website at BigPapaSmokers.com. That's B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A Smokers.com. Hopefully, when we come back, we'll be talking flip grill, but it's not looking great right at the moment. Hopefully, that'll rectify itself here over the next 15 seconds. Stick around. Be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. Welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet, currently available in three sizes, with a host of accessories to complete the Pit Barrel cooking experience. It doesn't matter if you're a beginner or if you're a professional. It's definitely a cooker you want to add to the arsenal. Visit pitbarrelcooker.com and tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you. And as I said last segment, Noah Glanville sent to join us in, I believe, two weeks' time. I'm not going to pull up the calendar because it doesn't matter that much. But in the month of November, the co-founder of Pit Barrel Cookers will certainly be on the show. And if you've never heard Noah interviewed on this show before, we'll get a little background on him and how he got into the whole cooker business. And then we'll talk about how he has come to grow Pit Barrel Cooker into the juggernaut of barrel cookers that it is and see what plans they might have for the future. So looking forward to that interview because he hasn't been on the show in probably over a year at this point. Maybe the last time Pit Barrel was on the show was actually his wife. I, I think. Maybe that wasn't the case. It might have been a Noah, then an Amber, then a Noah the last time, but it doesn't matter. It'll be Noah this time. Also, we'll talk about him getting into the Barbecue Central Show's Guest Hall of Fame, 
which he is uh, one of those that makes up the class of 2022, along with Donnie Bray and Chris Lilly and Mike Mills, Noah Glanville, and the fifth person. Who's the fifth person? Get that big stuff out of here. Oh, <laughs> my mom, duh. <laughs> All right. Gang, we love our cookers, right? But what do we love more than cookers themselves? We love accessories for these cookers. And the only thing better than accessories for your cooker is one that can be universally fit for all cookers. My first guest in the second hour is hoping to execute just that. He's entrenched into the ceramic side of things currently, but world domination just might be in the plans as well. My words, not his. So let's go ahead and race to the hotline as we welcome in first timer to the show and the creator of something called the Flip Grill, Adam Barnhart, joining us. So Adam, uh, give us a little professional slash personal background on you, what you do for a day job, if it's not flip grill full time, uh, where you're at in the country and we can go from there. Okay. So, um, I live in uh, Millersburg, Ohio currently, and I work for a company that sells siding for residential use. And, um, I drive a tractor trailer, a uh, Peterbilt, no less. Greg, you're probably really with that. all right. So, um, that's what I do from that's what I do for my day job. And, um, yeah, the, the cooking things on the side, are so you that's a, what I do right now. Are you a fan? Like, did you grow up around high heat grilling or Southern style barbecue prior to getting into the products portion? Well, my early memories is my mom out on the back porch trying to get a fire going with, I think diesel fuel. <laughs> we were, uh, we were farmers and I think that's the only thing she had lighter fluid and she was trying to get this thing going and, we cook some steaks up over this little old grill. That's the only time I remember us grilling anything. And uh, maybe that's the reason because it's probably diesel fuel. I have no idea. But anyway, um, what my earliest introduction into the Kamado thing is I grew up in Augusta, Georgia, and they had this little jingle going on the AM station down there that talked about the big green egg and the succulent turkey. I just remember that succulent turkey thing. And so I just decided you know, Hey, this green egg must be amazing. So I just started talking about this thing and talking about the big green egg to everybody I came upon. And before you know it, um, say, let's say about hmm. number of years later, I'm getting married. Right. And my, my friends are like, Hey, he needs a big green egg. I had never cooked on one. I don't think I've ever ate anything off the thing. I just thought it was really cool. And so here they gave me a big green egg for a wedding gift. and yeah, 17 years later, here we are. But, um, yeah, it's just amazing. Those are some nice friends buying you a big green egg. I mean, that's a pretty big ticket item. And then you were a influencer of big green egg without even having one. You just like the look of it. You're telling everybody about it. That's pretty unique. Yeah. And, and early on, I mean, we're, we're like, um, my friends were always kind of behind eight ball. I mean, they, and so they they didn't actually have the big green egg purchase at our wedding. So they were kind of all behind the thing with my in-laws. They had actually were ahead of the game and they bought us this really nice stainless steel, uh, um, propane cooker and everything. And in my mind back then I was thinking, um, I can't have two grills. Now that's kind of bizarre thought, but that's kind of what I was thinking. You can't have two. So I got to have to pick one or the other. Yeah. I picked the ceramic grill and let my in-laws hang. I looked the gift horse in the mouth and we gave the stainless steel one to my 
dad-in-law, which was awesome for father's day. Yeah. But about a couple of years later, the thing caught on fire, burned down, burned part of his siding on his house. You know, anyway, it was kind of a sad story, but it was kind of in the middle of just getting to know my new in-laws. I had to make this big, huge decision. It was kind of crazy. actually. <laughs> Andrew Barnhart joining us here on the show from flip grill. As I had mentioned before the website, flipgrill.shop If you want to check it out. So, the flip grill, in essence, isn't a new concept or a, a revelation in the barbecue and grilling industry per se. I've seen a similar concept or method on something called the Meadow Creek cooker, specific to their chicken cookers, where you'd put a mass amount of chicken legs or chicken thighs on Amen. a grid, and then you put a secondary grid on top of it, and all of a sudden you just take this little lever and woof, just whip these six or 700 chicken pieces right over and i was like wow that thing is the coolest but it was always yep. way too big for me to even consider looking at and then as i'm hosting the grill fest this year over at hartfield hardware you chased me down and said hey let me drag you inside here let me show you my product and uh all of a sudden it made a lot more sense to me <laughs> or at least seemed way more approachable on a ceramic cooker that a lot of people have in their backyard so talk to me about the concept uh, for you and, and why you thought it would be something you could get to market. Sorry about that. I was trying to get my camera figured out. So talk about the concept. So basically I'm, I'm, uh, in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, Meta Creeks, they're, they're doing a great job of cooking all kind of awesome food, but it's an open pit, like with a green egg or something, you can actually control it. It's got to do way better with chicken. So starting off, I was thinking chicken in a big green egg, chicken in a big green egg, but, one of my friends is like, well, why don't you make it adjustable? Like, so you can have all kinds of different foods in it. So I started working with that. And before you know it, I have a flip grill that you can cook bacon in, but you can also put a spatchcock chicken in there and flip it all around, you know, or big hunk of meat, you know, nothing like a, like a rotisserie or anything. Cause it's not a rotisserie. It's a flip grill. You know, you, you put some in and you flip it. You don't spin it, spin it, spin it. You know what I mean? Are you a tinkerer? By trade, I mean, as somebody who is not a handy guy, as I'm talking about me, I would never even begin to think that I would be able to imagine something like this, let alone put a prototype together. So how quickly does it come out of your mind to you having something to kind of work with to figure out if you want to actually bring it to market? Well, that was a pretty long process. I mean, for me, I grew up on a farm, so I'm thinking farm stuff. I'm thinking real basic manufacturing. And, and so, um, yeah, I, I, uh, um, I've just, um, was thinking all this basic stuff went along the way. I ran a bunch of different manufacturers that gave me different ideas. I had an engineer that has a really awesome ideas and he, um, he really helped kind of develop the whole thing and, and to develop the technology where it, it self levels. Like, and that's the thing the Metacreek don't do. It don't self level. There's always a bungee strap or a vice grip somewhere on the show. Um, so this thing levels, it, it, um, it adjusts a bunch of different ways and, you know, I get the thing made in India. So the Indians actually had a part in this thing, you know, so that was, that was pretty cool. They had a little idea that worked out real good. And so kind of along the way, I had an idea and knew what I wanted to do, but I had other people helping me to kind of, you know, critique the idea and make it better. For the folks that might not have a huge imagination, can you give a quick explanation of what it might look like and how it works right here. So here it is. Um, 
So we got two grill surfaces. I'll try to do my best at showing this thing off. We got a couple different latches on here. By the way, if you're listening uh, audio oh podcast God, only, which a lot of the and audience does, uh, make sure you go back to Facebook or YouTube and catch the video here as Adam, or uh, uh, sorry, as Andrew was uh, showing this off. So basically two surfaces here and you can put them together. They latch together and um, it's a little bit hard to do this in such a small area here, but, <laughs> and, and, and basic, it can be adjustable like this. And then you can put it in a base, which is going to be a little hard to show off here, but we're going to try to get it done, Greg. Um, so right here, so you got your base, and now you got a base, and this thing will flip into base like this. Hmm. Boom, boom. Kind of a bad demonstration, but anyway, um, <laughs> that's the basic idea, but you can do all kind of stuff in there. I mean, it's like the the, the options are endless. Um, yeah, I'd... I'd you get somebody with this thing that really knows how to cook, they can really come up with all kinds of cool ideas. So it's it's chicken, but then it's also chicken pieces, but then it's also uh, 10 steaks, and it's also 12 hamburgers or 48 hot dogs, and it's just uh, you know a couple minutes on this side. Go ahead and flip it over. Uh, there has been That's a right. rise in popularity of this technique. It's not a new technique, but it's a technique called the just keep flipping method. Uh, Jess Pryles from Hardcore Carnivore has been a big proselytizer. This meathead from Amazing Ribs also uh, believes in that quite a bit. Too Sam, the cooking guy. So um, this is something where you know every minute you can just reach in, uh, wear a hot mitt, uh, and then just you know flip it over. Or I assume you could do it with tongs or, or something else. You don't want to be grabbing it with your bare hand. And uh, a very easy process to jam a whole bunch yep. of stuff in there and just keep flipping it regularly. Yeah, and with football season, I mean wings. Wow, I mean you can. Right. We can put like 40 wings in there and flip them all at the same time. And, and the sauce stays intact. You're not bouncing them all over the place. You're just kind of like, there they are. You flip them. You get that perfect amount of smoke on there. You're seasoning. You can look at them. You can re-season them. I've had people come in and say, wow, that's the best wing I've ever had. And I'm thinking, yeah, we were just being nice. But they're like, oh, no, I'm serious. So out of the horse's mouth, I guess. So It's obviously stainless steel. Were there other versions of that that might have been – cast iron or you know some other material no we went with stainless right off the bat like i knew that that's what i wanted to do because it's a more expensive process uh like stainless is just a more expensive material and it's harder to get especially now since the russians are acting up over in ukraine and screwing up the nickel stuff um it's it's a little more expensive but in the grilling industry when it's stainless nobody has a problem with it you know what i mean it's just, it's food safe it it's easy to use. It lasts for a lifetime. Um, and yeah, that's, that's kind of why we want stainless. It's currently fitting into some of the ceramic cookers. What's it available for right now? And then what are you looking to grow into, into the future? Okay. So, um, right now it fits in the large, big green egg and it fits in the primo round. It fits in the Kamada Joe classic, um, one, two, and three. Um, it fits in the oval 400, the Primo over 400 offset. Um, you might have to put a little piece of something in there. I want to work on that to keep it balanced in there nice. Um, and then I'm coming out with an adapter that fits in the big green egg extra large because the extra large is so shallow. I had to, I'm using the exact same grill, which is an adapter. So, and then hopefully on down the road, I'll be able to um, use it as well in the, like the Big Joe um, have models for the Primo, uh, 300, 200, 300 and 400. Um, and then also, uh, I'm trying to think what the other thing is. Uh, yeah, but it fits in like a Sapphire it fits in like a vision. 
anything is 18 inches, it pretty much fits right in there. Will it fit into a Weber and cattle? And then, um, I'm trying to think what the, um, the other thing is. Oh, she's, oh yeah. I got a stand. It won't, but we got, I we got a plan for that too. So that, that's all in the makings. We're, we're still working on taking one step at a time. Um, the other thing I have coming in here with my next shipment is a standalone model that you can take out, put on your grill, just like your fire pit out back. Hmm. And you can cook over your fire pit there, or you can break the thing down, take it to the beach with you, cook a lobster, go to the campground. You don't have to have a Kamado to cook with this thing now. So that's, that's some of the newest things coming out. Uh, price point wise for the units that are available, what are we looking at? So right now, um, with the, with the flip grill, the base, and I sell a drip pan to go with it. Um, the drip pan is basically just something to catch the drips when you're cooking. Um, when you're trying to stage your food on the flip grill, the stuff is always dripping down all over the place. And so that catches the drips and don't make your surface all messy. <laughs> so that combo right now is for sale in my retail stores for $200. Um, and so that comes all together. Um, that price is going to go up here with my next shipment. I was doing some figuring on that. And, um, and so, yeah, basically we're looking, we're looking to probably have a price increase of probably $25, $30 overall, um, for that. So that's kind of what we're looking at. And I'm kind of changing my strategy a little bit. We're going to start selling the grill separately, probably with a drip pan or at least encouraging the drip pan as an accessory. And then we're going to go. Um, then you can choose your base. You can choose your outdoor base. You can choose your extra large base. You can choose your large base. You just pick the grill. Then you can choose what you want to cook with. We're talking with Andrew Barnhart, the creator of a product called Flip Grill, the website flipgrill.shop. And you can follow him on Instagram at flip dot, like D-O-T, at flip, I'm sorry, no, at flip dot grill. And check them out uh, there. Give them a follow. See what they're up to. And if you have ceramic cookers that this will fit on and it's tripped your fancy, go ahead and start buying them up. Andrew, really appreciate the time tonight. Thanks so much for coming on. Continued success. You bet. Thanks so much, Greg. Have a good, have a good evening. All right. Take care. There he is. Andrew Barnhart right there. Not sure if we uh, had a little bit of a delay in internet connection there or not, but I heard myself uh, <laughs> like ship the shore a little bit there, uh, like uh, five, six second delays through some of that interview. So apologize if uh, that was a little odd, but that will also get worked out in production after the fact. It'll sound great. So interesting product. Uh, 230 bucks, I think, uh, after it's all said and done with this new price increase. Uh, he told you the ceramic cookers that it's fitting in currently. And if you are in the market for something like this, like a, a lot of people saying that the fire pit version was something they had big interest in already, both in the chat and through email. So be on the lookout. The website flipgrill.shop. That's flipgrill.shop. Dot shop as we wait for RT Custer to come on the show. I will talk to you about the David Leans program, the Do Wellness. We love David McDowell here on the show. He's our friend. He's our pal. It's week 19, if you can believe it. So we talked earlier today. We've pretty much kept the food consumption on where it's at. We've made a few tweaks in the training portion and the, the scale starting to go up. So a couple weeks ago, I had that shanker in my mouth, which pretty much prohibited me from eating. 
lost weight, didn't want to do that because we were on the build at that point. So now we're trending back in the right direction, very careful about chewing anymore. And uh, the weight is starting to come back up. But man, that was a bummer losing five pounds uh, over the course of that week because I couldn't eat. My mouth hurt too bad. But we're heading in the right direction. Don't wait any longer. We have a month and change before the end of the year. What are you going to promise yourself? I'm going to get in better shape this year. In 2023, it's the year for me. Stop it. Let's start now. Go to davidleans.com slash bbq. That's davidleans.com slash bbq. And start now so when the year turns, the lifestyle is already there. 21 days for a habit. Let's go. You can join me. I mean, I'm 19 weeks ahead of you, but I'm feeling great. I think I'm as strong as I've ever been, except for my senior year in college, but that's way different. And the cardio is good. Uh, Aesthetically speaking, I look pretty good for 48. Pretty happy about that. You can be too. No matter what your age or what your condition, he'll meet you where you're at. DavidLeans.com. That's DavidLeans.com slash BBQ. And we'll be back with R.T. Custer from Vortic Watch right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Let's get back to a guy who has more experience giving you his opinion than he actually has cooking. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. And this Portion of the show brought to you by how fortuitous Vortec watches. Back in the day, watches were made to be worn in the pocket. But after World War II, wrist watches came into vogue. Pocket watches quickly became an afterthought, finding their way into sock drawers and scrap heaps. And that's a tragedy. Enter Vortec Watch Company, helping bridge the gap between America's storied watch manufacturing past and bringing it here to the present day, where watches are finding incredible popularity once again. And here's the coolest part. Each watch that Vortec makes is unique and one of a kind. Vortec founded on the motto that America wasn't assembled, it was built. Check them out at VorticWatches.com. As I've said on this show before, while the show is a barbecue and grilling show, it's not always a barbecue and grilling show. And tonight we break format a little bit to talk about another budding passion of mine, which has been on and off for the last few years, and that is Watches. Let's go to the hotline and welcome the co-founder of Vortic Watches, R.T. Custer, joining me once more. Hey, R.T. Hey, Greg. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you making time for the show here this evening. And let's go ahead and lead with the military watch stuff, and then we can fill in as needed near the end. On Friday, which is Veterans Day, Vortic will release their fourth edition or iteration of the military watch. It's a very limited run of 50 pieces. If you could, give us a little context and history for this project and why it's important for you and the gang at Vortic. Yeah, thanks. So basically, I mean, like you said in in the ad and uh, like you said, you know, fortuitous timing, perfect. Um, We take antique American pocket watches and turn them into one of a kind wristwatches. And so everything inside the watch is roughly 100 years old in most of our watches we do this really cool thing called the watch of the day where every single day we come out with one new one of a kind watch post on the website, post on Instagram when it sells, it's gone. But, you know, 
sometimes we find pocket watches that aren't one of a kind and there were more than one made. And one of those, and the best example is called the Master Navigator's Watch. And it was a pocket watch originally made for the navigators on B-17s, B-29s, and different bomber aircraft like that during World War II. Um, Hamilton Watch Company in Lancaster, Pennsylvania made about 100,000 of those for the war efforts. Um, and they made them for the U.S. Army Air Corps back then. And we turn 50 of those into wristwatches every year. And that's what they look like. Oh, wow. And it's called the Military Edition. And they all have open backs, so you can see the inner workings. That's really the the best part of it there. And and we, you know, like I said, everything inside the watch is, in this case, about 80 years old. It's a true 24-hour dial, uh, as you can see there. And then we manufacture the case, the crown, the hardware, everything on the outside of the, the watch to preserve it and make it a wristwatch, but also make it wearable every day. And so, I mean, you know, I've seen a lot of watches. I've been in the watch industry, you know, almost 10 years now. Um, obviously I'm biased, but this is, you know, I, I, it's my daily wear. Like it's, it's just the coolest watch on the planet for so many reasons, but really that provenance. I would imagine anybody that either has a tie back personally to World War II or even more than that, somebody that might have been an aviator or had used one of these watches. I mean, how great of a tie back would that be? Um, but somebody who just appreciates American history. And, you know, as I had mentioned to you now years ago, I had no idea that this country was so prolific in watchmaking. I mean, it didn't look like the watches of today. They were pocket watches. And then all of a sudden it evaporates because they're not as cool to wear. And, and what are you going to end up doing with them? So between you and Tyler deciding that, hey, let's get into a company that really makes American made stuff and settle on watches and bringing back this whole uh, past that I don't think a lot of people really knew about or, or how prolific it was is, is, is really great. So when you look at this version of the military watch, how is this different from the other three iterations or is it? Yeah. So we, we use the same mechanism. It's all the master navigators watches is, is really the base of it. Uh, for this will be our fourth edition this year. So the the dial, you know, the face of the watch, the hands, and the movement are all the same in this in this. And we're doing fifty pieces again. Um, and if we didn't mention, it's it's only available every year on Veterans Day, which is this Friday. It comes out at twelve noon Mountain Time. Um, I like to say that as many times as possible because I always have somebody email me Friday afternoon. And it's like, you know, how do I get one? It's like, they, they sold out, man. Like, I'm so sorry. Like I, I said it 20 times. But so so everything on the inside is is original, is is the same as, um, as previous models. But this year, so the case of it is stainless steel. Um, mm -hmm. Last year, we used stainless steel as well. But this year, we made it look old. So the the chemical patina that we put on the, the case, it makes it look like the steel is, um, is old. And then we updated the crown on this watch and it's, it's going to be hard to see in, from this angle, but, um, it's just, it, it, we almost made it look like, uh, 
um, almost like a cantina cap. Mm -hmm. Um, and that, that was the goal of it. And then, and then we, we updated the engineering to make the back ring a little larger. And so the ring around the back, and, and it's gonna be hard to see with the glare just from my lights here. Um, but the ring around the back has a lot more space on it. And we're able to tell the story and the engraving on this watch is just really, really cool. So, um, we just, you know, we're, we're getting better. What do they say? 1% better every day, just from a manufacturing standpoint. Um, and, and we, we keep getting better. I like what you're saying about health and fitness. Like that's really, that's key here. We, we look at manufacturing the same way as every single time we make a watch, we get a little bit better. And so as the fourth edition, um, that's really the, the, the changes is, is, is what we make on the outside of the watch, uh, this year. RT Custer joining me here on the show, the co-owner of Vortic Watch Company, VorticWatches.com is the website. Also the same handle on social media. So if you'd like to give them a follow there, keep up with Watch of the Day and see what other else, uh, what other things they're up to, go ahead and give them a follow. Now, aside from the 50 pieces that, you know, you're showing one of those 50, there are also 15 special edition units available as well. So this is something that hasn't happened every year. You've done four versions of the military watch, uh, Black Dial, but uh, there hasn't been, I think there's, this is only the second uh, special edition version uh, within those four years. So tell us about why these are special and, and why there's only 15 of these. Yeah, so um, this particular watch, and I'll, I'll do the best I can here, especially with a white dial. It's going to be a little hard to, to catch the light. Let's see if I can get it this way. Oh, yeah, there, there you go. go. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so this particular watch has a white dial, which is very rare on these, um, on these military watches. Most of the aviators and navigators watches had a black dial, so that didn't catch the light um, in the sky and reflect. That was, that was why they used the black dial. So the white dial was mostly used by the naval, like, um, the naval side of the army air corps. And so, um, that's extremely rare. These white dials, it took us, I mean, it took us basically the last six years to find those <laughs> and then the, the movement and I'll, I'll try again, oh, do wow. the best I can with what I have here, but this is a gold flashed movement. And so as you see in there, every single piece inside the back is, is gold. Um, and, and again, that was not something you saw in these military watches because it was just unnecessary, you know, it was unnecessary expense, uh, for the wartime. Um, and then for this watch, we decided to use a bronze case, solid bronze. Um, it, I think it just, it matches the look of, of that watch and, and mm -hmm. makes it look significantly different. And then, you know, like you said, we're, we're only doing 15 of these watches. Um, it, it took us six years to find the 15. We actually just found like a month or two ago, we found the 16th piece and we're going to save that one um, so that we can have it for after sales service on the 15 that we're making just spare parts basically. Um, and honestly, like we, we don't have to, when we, when we did a special edition two years ago, we said we will not make this again. And that was really special. It was really cool, but we could make more of those. And so we just said, Hey, we're not, we're not going to make this again this year. We literally cannot make it again. <laughs> and, and we keep like, it's just, it's not 
feasible to find another 15 of these things. Wow. Um, and so that's how rare it is. And, and the one that we did in 2020, we did 15 pieces and that one sold out in six minutes. So I have no idea what's going to happen this Friday when we release. I mean, we have 65 total watches. Um, and yeah, I'm just always so, so grateful for, you know, our customer base coming and supporting us, um, and, and, and buying these watches. We, we call them pieces of history, pieces of American history. That's why we do it. Um, but really, you know, it all ties back into the why of this, the why of Veterans Day. You know, we donate a portion of the proceeds of all these watches to a school in Delaware called the Veterans Watchmaker Initiative, and they teach U.S. military vets how to become watchmakers. Wow. So that's really, that's our tie-in. That's why we do it on Veterans Day. Um, you know, this this year, we already cleared about $100,000 that we've donated to that school. Um, but we just do the best we can to to support veteran causes um, like that that especially are, are tied into the watch industry, um, and all because you know they they risk their lives and they are risking their lives somewhere some you know right now, so that we can sit here and have this conversation in total freedom. <laughs> so uh, if you're a veteran, you're listening to this. Thank you for your service. We really appreciate you. I really appreciate that. Let's talk price points here for the uh, standard military edition, the 50 pieces. What are we looking at retail? Um, so the the 50 piece um, limited edition of, of the military edition this year, our fourth watch is um, 7995 So an $8,000 price point on that one. And then our 15 piece special edition is 11,995. So $12,000 price on that watch. I'm not looking for specifics, but how do you, how do you come up with pricing on watches these days? Because, uh, I'm not about to draw a comparison to, you know, Royal Oak and, uh, Vortec watches or some of the Daytonas that seem to really take off over the last couple of years for whatever reason, but I think people would hear that price and, and be a little shocked. So um, certainly I understand that if you, if you don't have a, a passion or a fandom of watches like I do or are in the business like you are and know quite a substantial amount of it and where these prices come from, um, how, do you, how do you talk to somebody about making an investment like that? Yeah, totally. So, um these, you know, these watches aren't for every, everyone. I mean, they're, they're, first of all, they're, they're fairly large. Um, you know, it's a pocket watch on your wrist. So, um, we, we already are, we're already in a niche industry in watches. And so, and we niche it down even more in, in the pocket watches turned into wrist watches. Um, but what we strive for is to embody what American made was originally synonymous with, and that was quality. And so we try to provide the highest quality product made in USA. We proudly stamp made in USA on everything that we, that we make um, because we can. And we're one of the only companies that can. Most watches today are made in China, Japan, or Switzerland. Yep. And, and we're just, we're the only ones really trying to make a big business and build it all here um, in Fort Collins, Colorado, much less, you know, just in America. And so that's one thing is, you know, anyone that makes anything else in the USA knows how, how expensive that is, but also how valuable that is because, you know, this isn't just a, 
a flash in the pan business. This is a legacy business for for myself, for Tyler, for our families. Like we're we're building a company here. We're building a brand that's going to be around for a hundred years, and and all of that takes a lot of time and effort. Um, when you look at costs and things like that, obviously you can you can back into to figuring out how to price things. But we have a really solid range. Our watch of the day um, starts at twenty five hundred and ranges up to about six thousand. And so if if you're not in the market to to spend, you know, eight to 12 on, on one of these military watches. Um, we have lots of other things in different price points. And, and if, even if 2,500 sounds like it's out of range for you, um, then there's lots of other awesome watches on the market, you know, just depending on, on what you're into for me, my go-to is, is a G-Shock. I love the G-Shock brand. I think it's really cool. You can pick up a really awesome, super well-made G-Shock for 200, 250 bucks. Um, they have a billion dollar factory in Japan where they make all those things. I've seen all the, I've watched all those videos (laughs) on YouTube about how they make them. Um, and, and then, you know, like you mentioned, there's Royal Oaks, there's, there's paddocks, there's, I mean, there's Arnold and son, there's Jacob and co there's, there's companies that are making one to $5 million per watch pieces. Um, and and i'm sure <laughs> that they have the same reaction you know and i mean when i first learned that you could charge a million dollars for one watch <laughs> it was just like wow okay um <laughs> i guess my eight thousand dollar watch is a really good deal then because i think mine's cooler <laughs> than that million dollar watch so you know it, at the end of the day it's it's really for me we're building conversation pieces and if you see that and you love that and you want one, then then you find a way to justify whichever price point you fall in in, in my company. Um, and if that doesn't resonate with you and you'd rather have a just you know Apple Watch or a G Shock for a few hundred bucks, that's great. At least you have something on your wrist and you're supporting yeah. my industry. That's wonderful. Um, and and for a lot of people, and I learned this I learned this lesson every time I do an event. And I speak to you know customers and investors in person. For a lot of people, a watch that isn't at least ten thousand dollars isn't a real watch. Oof. And 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 that you know for the first five years I was in the industry was almost like insulting to me because I was just like, oh, I really feel like I'm making real watches and I'm only charging like five thousand. <laughs> so you know I, I don't know what's going on here. So. There's no good answer to that question. I think it's all about perspective. And yep. that's why I just try to say like, look, we've got a huge range and wherever you lie on that, on that range is your perspective. And there's no wrong answer there. You know, um, my customers love what we do and we keep finding more customers. And I, like I said, I keep being grateful for those customers supporting us, um, building this company and, you know, letting us pursue the American dream. So here's a conversation piece as you would say so um this is one there it that is i have this is called a burlington special uh, it's a railroad edition watch we could talk about that here in a second but now as you said uh, it's a bigger case size so you know we're probably looking 49 millimeters to, to 50 millimeters mm-hmm. uh in size here just for point of reference uh, rolex submariner is going to be in that 40 millimeter range so roughly nine to ten millimeters smaller than this, which is a pretty big difference when you're actually putting something on your wrist, especially if you're going to go sure. from, you know, lug to lug, which is, you know, even bigger. And we won't get into the weeds on how you're supposed to size watches or what the traditional way to size watches to your wrist are. But <laughs> I wear this watch 
and like what's the first thing that sticks out to me it's the individual minute indices on the dial so people will stop and go oh that's a very handsome watch you're wearing or what kind of watch is that or where could i get one of those and of course they can't get one of these specifically because this one is is really kind of a one of a kind i think you might have made a smaller version of this one a handful of months ago, but not a railroad style watch. And it's just, and of course the, it has the open back as well. So you can see the balance wheel and all the other inner workings there. And it's, it's, it's fun to, to wear, but it, it allows me to talk about the company. Number one, uh, which is good since, you know, we have a business relationship, but number two, it also allows me to tell the story of, a time gone by, people have no idea that uh, again that America was such a prolific watchmaking nation. And I can also talk about the in the weeds of this particular watch, which was the first one to come out in in mail order. They were eliminating middlemen. They were trying to make a more competitively priced watch. So you could send in your money. I think you could actually make payments. And this is like a, in the 1900s or whatever. So you're sending a check yep. or cash or whatever you're doing and. It's just uh, it's just so unique. If you're a lover of watches, these really are uh, way different from what you're seeing in the market today. Yeah, and that's I mean that's why we call them conversation pieces because I mean just that watch like you can have a conversation about the westward expansion of the railroad industry in in the United States in the 1800s. You can have a conversation about um, how on the railroads that watch is lever set which means that the crown doesn't actuate. You can't just pull the crown out to set the time. You actually have to take the whole bezel off, pull out a lever, and then set the time. And the reason that that works like that is because if you're a conductor or an engineer on the railroad, you didn't want to accidentally pull the crown and change the time. So when that lever's out, now you can change the time. But when that's in, it's just in wind mode, and that's a safety mechanism all kinds of conversations about that and and like that ties into like the ball watch company and web c ball who was the greatest marketer in the history of watches cleveland based he 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 was in cleveland ohio where they had this massive train wreck and i think it was 1896 and and that created all those railroad standards and the safety mechanisms and and all the things that you saw in railroad pocket watches for decades and that was, you know, that's where the the term on the ball comes from. If you're on time, you're on the ball. Like there's, there's so, there's so much history in every watch that we make. And that's why like, you know, we're, we're not really making watches. Like I, I say, we're engineers, we're not watchmakers. Like we're preserving pieces of American history so that people like you and I that that enjoy conversations about history, enjoy conversations about American made and what that should stand for. And, you know, America wasn't assembled. It was built. What does that mean? That's a conversation in itself. I love that. Right. So um, all of that is baked into this little thing that tells time in your wrist that may or may not come up in a random day to day conversation. Um, and you just, I mean, you don't get that out of many watches, much less things in life anymore. Um, especially for men, like we don't, we don't wear a whole lot of jewelry in general. And so, you know, this, this watch, it tells a story by itself, but it's also part of our story. 
RT is joining us here on the show, co-founder of Vortec Watch Company. The bottom line is this. This Friday, Veterans Day, the fourth iteration of the military watches are coming out. There's uh, 50 pieces, and then there will be a 15-piece special edition as well. So if you've enjoyed this conversation here this evening, you have a tie, you have a pull, you've immediately fallen in love with one or both of these. Now you have a tough decision to make, of course. Uh, make sure that you are <laughs> going to be hitting the website, vorticwatches.com on Friday, and it's a noon mountain release. So for the Eastern folks, that's 2 p.m. Eastern. So make sure that you are doing your time zone adjustments properly so you give yourself the best shot <laughs> at grabbing one because they're going to go quick. Uh, RT, anything before I let you go otherwise? Yeah, every, everything about the military edition is just vorticwatches.com slash military. So you can go right to that at 12 noon on you know, Mountain Time on Friday. The the links to purchase both of those products will be right at the top of that page. So it's just slash military uh, for that one. We try to make it as easy as possible. But other than that, you got it. That's it. That's what we do. And yeah, I'm just, like I said, excited to be here, excited to keep making some awesome, awesome watches and meeting some, some really cool customers. RT, appreciate the time as always. Continued success. And we'll see how everything tracks on Friday. Thank you, sir. You got it. There see he is. Soon. RT Custer from Vortic Watch Company right there. And again, if you were inspired, uh, you didn't realize you liked watches that much, but Watching uh, those two pieces are absolute beauties, so uh, easy to fall in love with those. Uh, make sure you're on your horse on Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 12 Mountain Time. Uh, that's when the sales will start, and I would imagine those standard ones will go you know, 24 hours or less, and, and those special edition ones. As he said, the, the last time there were special editions, was it six minutes, seven minutes? So you're probably looking at... Uh, well less than an hour for those things to fly. So if you are interested, make sure you are on it and that you get with it. VorticWatches.com. That's the website. Follow them on social at VorticWatches. Enjoy it. Check it out. Get a conversation piece. Uh, before we wrap up tonight, I'll talk to you quickly about Smithfield. The popular Smoking with Smithfield grant program is back. Applications are currently live at Smokin, S-M-O-K-I-N, SmokinWithSmithfield.com. In order to help deepen prize pools, Smithfield will once again be awarding $3,000 to selected competitions. Applications are open until December 3rd, so a little less than a month for you to get your applications in. Once again, that's SmokinWithSmithfield.com to apply for the grant program. Also, Smithfield is once again sponsoring their Committed Cooks program for 2023. They're looking for teams committed to cook with Smithfield products during the 2023 season. Participating teams will receive a premium swag kit, coupons, and surprises throughout the season. Spots are limited. Sign up again at the same website, smokinwithsmithfield.com. That's smokinwithsmithfield.com. We're back to wrap the show right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Whole packers, full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today. 
Craig Rimpy. And we thank R.T. Custer from Vortic Watch joining us last segment. Again, the website directly, vorticwatches.com slash military. And you can get all the other info on the military watches that are going to be made available this Veterans Day, which is Friday the 11th. So be ready if you want to buy because they're going to go quick, whether it's the regular edition in the fourth iteration or the special edition now in its second iteration. They're going quick. Eight grand for the standard 12 for the special edition. Might seem like a lot, but then know what goes into it, right? It's not for everybody, RT said. All right, all the way back in the first hour, it was Turkey Talk with Meathead from AmazingRibs.com. Then we talked Texas Monthly Barbecue Festival and his own barbecue festival coming up in a couple weeks. Robert Moss, RobertFMoss.com, his website. And then the second hour, we spent some time with Aaron Barnhart from Flip Grill, FlipGrill.shop. If you're interested in outfitting one of your ceramic cookers with his product or looking more and more for that over-the-fire one. Like, I have a... a uh, What is that thing called? The Fire Pit Solo Stove. That could fit right over my Solo Stove. I might pick one of those up now that I'm thinking about it. That's a pretty good idea. I'm with uh, Sean Reed. I'm thinking that's a good idea. And then closing it out with our pal R.T. Custer, co-founder of Vortic Watches. Vortic Watches. Dot com is the website at Vortic Watches everywhere on social and the Military Edition watches coming out on Veterans Day this Friday the 11th at noon mountain or 2 Eastern. So stand by for that. Big show planned for you next week as I had mentioned. So how do I always leave you? September 11th, 2001. I will never forget till next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. This is your program host and proud U.S. American Greg Rempe. Good night now. This is Jim Minion from Two Loose Screws. I'm listening to Barbecue Central.